the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. It is 9-11-2023, 22 years since that fateful day. And uh, those of us that were old enough to remember, and I certainly was old enough to remember, we will never forget, and we never should forget, and that's why I'm asking you to share your memories so that we will not forget, and those that were too young to remember or weren't even alive will know what an impactful day it was, and so that we as a nation will not forget. As promised, I'm going to go to Dave in Maryland. Dave, you are up next on Bobberney Live and the Don Crow Show. Welcome. I'm uh, anxious to hear your memories. Well, uh, I was uh, working with a uh, security job at the time, and I was uh, in the morning, I was laying in bed watching Fox News, and it was after the first plane came in, they showed the uh, smoke coming out of one of the towers, and the other one came just right in. Mm-hmm. And and we know it wasn't an accident. It was the truth. And uh, I had a busy day that morning because I had to take Fran's daughter down to Baltimore. She was working at one of the stadiums, and so I had to ask a big favor if I want to take I, I, I was supposed to be working with the boss that night and I didn't want to be late I didn't know what the traffic was going to be like or anything so I told him look I'm going to get you down early and you're going to have I'm going to have you get, give you some money so you can get home and um, the boss and I were supposed to be talking about model trains that night and he came in and uh he got the uh, TV out of the uh, conference and was on a little cart with wheels. And we watched the we watched the uh, thing on the news all night sure. till we till we and uh, uh, I mean you know it's uh, I had a how, friend that went, uh, how long before you knew that we were under attack, Dave. Well, it was when the second plane came in, and you know something was going on. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, that was planned. Yeah, and did you expect other attacks at other cities around the country? I don't know what to expect, to tell you the truth. Yeah. And I was just listening and not speculating to what might happen. I mean, just, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's something we'll never forget. Yes, absolutely. I, well, the, only thing, the only thing I wish, well, I wasn't a devout Christian at the time, but that that outfit that crashed that plane in Pennsylvania, I hope that God they were all gave their lives to Christ before Amen. it happened. Because I hate to see that. Uh, I, I really would wouldn't like them to go to to hell. Yeah, I wish all of them went to heaven for after what they did. Man, I I share your thoughts, and of course, 
all of them all of them had an opportunity they had time well yeah you never know what's going to happen no Uh, all right well dave thank you so much for the call i appreciate it very very much god bless you and uh, back to Ohio, Westerville, we've got Al on the line. Al, thanks for calling. Welcome. <laughs> Greetings, Bob. Um, I actually had a, uh, I was taking the day because I had a doctor's appointment. And I was doing some work in the office in my home when I got a call from uh, a good friend of mine telling me that a plane had crashed in the World Trade Center. And I'm thinking it's like, well, you know, one crashed, a bomber crashed during World War II at night into the Empire State Building. I'm figuring, well, how the heck heck did they go and do that? Mm-hmm. So I'm turning on the TV and I'm watching it, and it's like, that's no light plane. It's like, what what's going on here? And I got another call from um, my boss. He said boss telling me uh, it's time to go to work. We're in, uh, we're in deep doo-doo. And just at that time, I saw the uh, second plane hit because I'd turned on the TV. And it's like I knew we were at war. And he told me we went to uh, DEFCON 3. And, uh, and the next uh, w- week was... Um, well, it goes it goes on from well, there. Now, Al, considering your military background, and for our listeners in Washington, they don't have no idea who you are, but Al has a very extensive military background. Did you, like me, assume that this was just the beginning of attacks all over the country and we could just expect Chicago, Los Angeles, Dallas— were you of that mindset that this was just I the beginning? All, all major cities to be to be hit, not with airplanes. Uh, there were various how do you put it? Various uh, memos that floated around talking about how things would start, so forth and so, and so on. Um, I'm not at liberty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I. But I. But I'm looking at my watch, and I'm figuring we got 45 minutes before the first one hits, and I'm thinking, what city is going to go? Go, and I'm thinking Washington's going to be on the list. New York's going to be on the list. Chicago, L.A., the major major centers, along with uh, mm-hmm. Offutt Air Base, Cheyenne Mountain. Is that is that what our U.S. military was assuming as well immediately? That's what the, what the, what the thought was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thought was, and that's that's well doc, uh, documented yeah, by yeah. the nine eleven commission. Yeah. All right, Thank Al. You. Thanks. Appreciate it. Always no appreciate your call. God bless you. Uh, now we're going to go to Hyattsville, Maryland, and we've got Dave on the line. Dave, I'm honored that you called. Welcome. Share your memories with us. Yes. Hello. Yes, uh, Dave, you need to turn your uh, radio down in the background, or you're going to get very, very confused. Oh, yes. Um, well, it was a, indeed a memory of a day, because I was right there when it happened. Uh, I was standing in Chinatown with members of, of my tour bus, 
we were headed someplace. Then we looked up and saw the first plane coming over the horizon. We said, "This, this, this, this is not. This is this is impossible. No plane can fly that low without colliding mm-hmm. in one of the buildings." So you were in New York City. Yes, okay. I, 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 I was, I was um, three blocks away from the whole incident. I saw the whole thing. Oh my goodness! Yes, uh, but what is most memorable? Uh, after the second plane hit. Our tour bus took off and, and went on the Manhattan Bridge. Uh, but now traffic is at a dead slow. Nothing is moving. We're very, very five miles an hour or so. Mm-hmm. But from the bridge, we have a pan- panoramic view of the towers burning. And you could see people coming out to jump. Yeah. People that 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 is that was most memorable. We we all came to the to windows of the bus and saw the people coming. At least uh, more than than six people I, I saw jumped. Oh my goodness! Yes, I can't, um, I can't imagine seeing that. Yes, it's hard they, enough to watch a video years later, but you saw it as as it was happening. Yes, How? We, 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 how long yeah. before how long before you got out of town and into safety um we we never got out because now every bridge was closed okay. we tried to right. get out, get, we tried to get out of the city and we couldn't get out we went went to the the the, the tunnels the bridges were all no, 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 no passage. We okay. Get so, out. how long? How long would, would, would you spend the uh, evening in a hotel in the bus? How, where did you spend that evening? Well, I had some relatives in the Bronx, and um, I eventually went went up to them. Okay. All right. Uh, but, but um, what's memorable? We, 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 it was those people who were coming out to jail. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I, that, that I, I can't imagine that kind of desperation. Yes. You have a choice yes. of burning to death or jumping to your death. Uh, or, or, or trying to take a chance in jail. Yeah, uh, right. We know from that night they couldn't make it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Dave, I'm coming up on a break, but thank you for calling. Thank you. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Oh, thank God you bless you. God bless you. Thank, thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, we've got to take a break. Um, I now have a phone line available again. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, When we come back, John in Arlington, Virginia will be up next. But I have a phone line for you if you call quickly at 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. We must not forget. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. 
And again, welcome to Bombardier Live and the Don Crow Show in Washington, D.C. I've got full phone lines and not a whole lot of time left before the top of the hour, so let's go immediately back to the phones. Next up is John, and John is in Arlington, Virginia. John, welcome. Thank you for calling. Hey, Brother Bob. I always love it when you substitute for Don Crow. I just love your sarcastic voice. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. What what are your memories about 9-11? Well, I I used to live about a mile away from uh, the Pentagon, and I was in the shower taking a shower, and all of a sudden I heard this gigantic boom. And I thought, boy, that sounds like a head-on collision right down the street. So I got through taking my shower, shower, And I got the dog and put the leash on and went outside to walk him. And all of a sudden, there was like rush hour traffic. There's a two-lane double highway right down the street on South Glebe Road. And it was bumper to bumper to bumper. And my son, Michael, he, he works about a half a mile from the Pentagon. It takes him five minutes to get to, to drive to work. And here he comes up in the driveway and screaming, we're being attacked, we're being attacked. And he so, said it took him 40, 30 minutes to get home on a five-minute trip, so we both ran in the house and turned the TV on just in time to see wow. the second plane hit the tower. And it was it just, oh, I'll never forget that. It was a, it was a terrible day. It certainly was. They, it certainly they had was. The airport, they had Ronald Reagan Airport shut down for two weeks, and I was a cab driver, and nobody went to the airport for two yeah. weeks, and you couldn't pick up anybody. Yeah. And um, uh, cab drivers just lost two weeks of of money. The ones that just worked the airport only, they 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 just yeah. lost two weeks of money, and nobody went to the airport for two weeks. Yeah. It was like a ghost town at the airport. Yeah. Well, it was a terrible day. It it certainly was. Well, John, thank you so much for calling and sharing your memories. Thank you. Uh, Let's go next to um, Linda in Mansfield, Ohio. Linda, you're up next. Welcome. Thank you for calling. I will talk fast. I was up at Port Clinton when the planes crashed. We have two nuclear plants really close. Mm. So I made emergency provisions in case we needed to leave quickly because I didn't know what was happening. It was quite scary. They said all the planes were grounded and we heard a plane go over, which I assume was the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. Mm. My worst memory, and I was fearful because I had seen a lot of, of an influx of foreigners with women swimming in dresses and habibs in I, there's the men with their short sleeves sitting real cool and i just got concerned but the worst part of the day for me my cousin accepted jesus at that time i walked out of her cottage and she came running out and said no 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 i'm a last minute person mm. and to this day i don't know if she had the last minute mm. So being close to a nuclear plant, you thought that could be another uh, another target of attack? 
Yes, I did. Yeah, well, I think that's I think that's reasonable. Well, I didn't know what was happening, but especially when I heard the plane. Yeah. But I didn't know in case we had to evacuate. We did not. They had given residents pills to take. I think it was iodine, but I'm not right. sure. Yeah, but yeah. We, I, it would have been iodine. We uh, did not have any of those provisions. And mm. then what was awful, the gas stations around there, thankfully I didn't need gas. But they raised the prices. In fact, one, as we mm. came home, going past Norwalk, evidently was fine because yeah. they raised the price of gas so high. Well, Linda, thank you. I'm going to try to take one more call before the top of the hour. But thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. We're going to go to Virginia, and uh, we have the privilege of welcoming Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Welcome. You're on Hi, the air. how are you? I am well, Can thank you. Hear you. Me? Yes, I can okay. hear you well. Yes. Last but not least, right? Thank you for uh, fitting in. Yeah, so today is actually uh, my husband and I's wedding anniversary, uh, 29 years. And, uh, Congratulations. We were married on 9-11 before it was 9-11. Yeah. Uh, he's actually retired Air Force, and he was in the Pentagon that day. Oh, my Luckily, goodness. And, and Yeah, I, had worked, I worked in Centerville, Virginia at the time. And um, just remember, he had sent me a beautiful bouquet of flowers that morning. His main office was in Roslyn, and he would go to the Pentagon sometimes. So I wasn't really sure where he was, if he was at the Pentagon. And so I called his office, and they said, yes, he's over there. But they're over in a, like, I guess they were in on the other side in the basement in a meeting. So uh, they didn't even feel it. They were watching it on the TV. Um, but long story short, you know, we, we, um, he had to stick around there, of course. Ambulances couldn't get in, so him and his buddies were in their BDUs, and they had to carry injured out, and they were putting him in the back of SUVs to to get to the hospital. So, and then they for a while they had him all evacuate. They were kind of like hanging down by the river uh, down there, just just in case another one was going to hit, because nobody knew what was going to happen. So, very stressful day. Oh, Um, I can I can only imagine. Well, happy anniversary, and I'm running out of time, but thank you for calling. Happy anniversary to you, and uh, thank Thank you you. for your your firsthand account. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to uh, move on to other topics um, after this break, but I want to thank all of you for calling, and I, I just want to remind you, we cannot forget. We cannot forget. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.